Welcome to the offer. The no sugar added approach to the talent triangle with an unfiltered view of employers, candidates, and recruiters. I am your host, Michael Glinter. The offer unfiltered. Before we get started, just a reminder, if you need any type of services, questions, you are looking to do a sponsorship on my show, or you have needs as far as resumes or anything as far as the staffing industry, please email me at michael at michaelglinter.com. Again, that is michael at michaelglinter.com. So we can connect. You can also check me out on social media. And please, as a reminder, don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast to get weekly updates as well as please pass along information to your friends and family. Hello? Hello? Is this mic on? Oh, it is on. Hey, everybody. Well, a lot of you have been probably trying to figure out where the heck I've been. I decided to take a sabbatical uh, several months, traveled the country, uh, just to kind of really enjoy myself, learn about a lot of the country that I didn't know about. Uh, And in my journey, meet a lot of interesting people, talk to a lot of interesting people, and really see small-town America. And I must say, it was an interesting trip. Uh, you know, g- growing up in a big city, uh, moving into a mid-sized town, and then moving into a small town, I've kind of lived the gamut of my life. But I never really spent a lot of time really in true small-town American Midwest, uh, Rockies, mountains, etc. And so this, this venture that I had over the summer was really kind of a two-pronged, uh, idea one, it was for me to see the country, but also it was an idea for me to see how other people live, what interactions I have, the way people feel, uh, and, and some of the struggles right now that we have in the in the job market, just finding laborers. And it was an interesting, very interesting uh, time. Uh, you know, some of my biggest takeaways that I could say is is first off. Uh, traveling the country, you meet a lot of different cultures. You, you get immersed in a lot of different environments. You meet a lot of different people. But I have to say, unlike what seems to be a very fractured country, everybody was really super nice. Uh, people were friendly. Uh, people of all walks of life greeted, greeted us with no problem. Uh, we had a sense of community. And so it was a breath of fresh air for sure to see that people are still uh, really backing each other up, so to speak. Then we also saw a lot of things that were not so great. Uh, There's still a lot of segregation. There's still a lot of racism. There's still a lot of uh, segmenting people into different boxes. It was very fascinating in some towns to see how there was, you know, very sectioned off white neighborhoods versus you know, Asian neighborhoods versus black neighborhoods and how those neighborhoods kind of stuck to themselves and, and didn't really commingle. And, and so this is, this is a challenge of our time because now we're even more so endangering our, our, our work environment because we don't have the labor for the workforce. And oftentimes people don't realize or recognize that need. So first off, I want to talk a little bit about why we are here today. We're here today because we have a major labor shortage. 
there are still a lot of people unemployed that just don't want to take the jobs that are available. And there's a ton of jobs that are available that there's nobody that meets those needs. This season, I decided to really focus on how we can solve this problem. So over the course of the coming weeks, you're going to listen to people talk about the challenges. You're going to listen to people talk about how we get past this struggle. You're going to hear ideas from people that's going to make you say, huh, I never thought about that. Because right now, the biggest need is filling the gaps. Um, On my first full episode, which will come uh, next week, I'm going to talk about why we have the gap, what's causing the gap, and ultimately, what are our immediate ways that we can rectify solving this problem. Uh, And then we'll go through and talk to people in the coming weeks that will help fill in some of that, some of that, you know, aching questions that all of us have on how we are going to uh, fill jobs and and keep our country on the straight and narrow. But now I want to talk about rural America. You know, a lot of people don't realize that the bulk of our country is, is small towns. Uh, If you look at a map, you'll see that there's a lot of densely populated cities, but then from a landmass standpoint, 80% of our country is rural America. The challenge that we face in rural towns is tenfold, because as the labor shortage gets tighter and tighter, how do we get people in a small town to come to work? Or how do we get people to actually move to a small town? to come to work. And I found my travels very fascinating because I've placed people in some of the most rural parts of the country, but I've never actually seen where I was placing them. And over the course of my journeys, I got to see some of the differences in small town versus big town. And I must say, tremendous differences. You know, I was driving through a town in South Dakota And the closest Walmart to the town was an hour and a half away. And the grocery store was a house, general store, that shipped in some groceries. And then they had a guy down the street who was the the vegetable guy who had his farmer's market. These are the way people got their consumables. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, how, how would I do this? I, I don't know, because I've never lived in this type of environment. Well, then, complicated from the fact that there's a manufacturing plant in that town that employs 372 people. And when talking to one of the managers there, he said the biggest challenge is there's nobody in town that could do his jobs. There's nobody in town that wants to do his jobs. But how do you convince somebody to go to a town That's an hour and a half from a Walmart. These are the struggles that a lot of us face and a lot of us don't realize that are holding our country at bay and causing the supply chain issues. Understanding that the supply chain shortage today, the reason why we're paying more, has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with labor. It has to do with where we are at today with people and the fact that companies are having to pay you know, multiple times what they normally would pay to convince people to come work there. So, of course, the people in rural America that's out there are saying to, them, saying to me, okay, Mike, 
since you're so wisdomatic, how do we go about finding people to come work in our environment? What can we do to get people to come work here? Well, that's a very interesting topic, and I'm not sure I can answer the whole thing, but I'm going to give you a couple little tidbits. As a recruiter, it's very important to make sure that whoever you're engaging understands the dynamics of the town. They understand how small the town really is. You have to be honest. Uh, the last thing you want to do is fluff what the reality is of what they're getting themselves into. But I will tell you, one of my favorite things that companies used to do when I was recruiting for a small town was they would bring a real estate agent in and they would take the applicant around to show them all the great things about the town, all the wonderful things about what the town has to offer. And they would even go as far as showing them houses and doing house hunting with them. This is a great way to really kind of introduce an applicant to the lifestyle. And so make sure that you take the time, put the time in to educate them on their surroundings so that they don't just see rural America as rural America. Develop a value proposition. You have to, you have to give the applicant some sense of future, right? So if, if, if you're trying to recruit somebody into a job, you've got to give them kind of a path forward. Find out what interests them. Find out what is going to cause them to raise an eyebrow and smile. What's going to cause them to be excited to come to work? That's your selling point. You know, you may meet a candidate that loves hunting or fishing. You also may meet a candidate that's really looking to grow their career, and you can offer that. But you have to find values that you can sell an applicant to in order to get them to take that leap of faith. Understand the community is important to that candidate, especially when it comes to diversity. Don't allow what they see just from driving through the town or stopping at the local gas station, give them the impression of what you want them to see from a long-term approach. Take some time and introduce them to the community. Show them what the community activities are. Show them about the community partnerships. Help them understand how they can get involved outside of work and be happy with where they're living. And lastly, but not least, focus on your brand. Companies really need to focus on their brand today. It's all about painting a picture. Com candidates are more apt to go work for a company when they believe in the company. It's not just about salary and wages. And so every company, whether you're in a small town or a big town or a big city, we should be working on our brand. How do people perceive us? What is our social responsibilities? What type of an organization are we? You can't say that you're a diverse centric company with DNI programs, but then have a board of directors that's full of white males. You have to build the brand around the culture and the culture around the brand. And so moving forward, these are what's going to help you engage, grow, and diversify your workforce and really find the leaders that are going to help really grow your company. I look forward over the next several months 
talking to people, engaging with people, and understanding the challenges and the dynamics of what we're facing today. I also look forward to your feedback. I look forward to how we can make this better. And I look forward to how what solutions you may have that might fix the workforce. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast. Also, please please feel free to share, like, send, tag your friends. Let them have the opportunity to listen and understand and get a better viewpoint from the people that we talk to. Also, please don't forget, if you have any questions, you can email me at any time. And I hope you guys had a great day.